0: Hey y'all, welcome to another edition of State of the Braves. I'm George McNair. Well, it has been um, a mediocre start to the season for the Atlanta Braves. I think that's the best word to use for this start. We are at five and six uh, coming off of our first road trip, um, well, road series of the season against the San Diego Padres. Uh, just to kind of recap, what has happened thus far in the season, the Braves started with a four-game homestand against the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, they split that series. Um, since then, the Reds have kind of been on a losing streak of their own, um, and then the Braves went on and played uh, the Washington Nationals, a, a series you kind of expected at least the Braves to take two out of three, and they end up losing two out of three from, uh, to the Nationals, the lowly Nationals, and then um, this recent series. Uh, splitting a four-game series with the Padres on its face, I think if you if you think about the Padres, a pretty solid team in their own right, you think splitting uh, four games in San Diego feels like um, you know an okay uh, an okay thing for the Braves to accomplish. And yet, just with how the season started and really how the the series went down, you still kind of come away with a little bit of a bad taste in your mouth. Uh, you start the series thinking. Um, Okay, we've got Charlie Morton on the mound. You, you just always feel pretty confident uh, when that is the case, and yet he uh, he really struggled early in that game, uh, and it ends up being a blowout. The Braves lose that game twelve to one. The next two games, the Braves end up taking five to three a piece. Uh, You you saw some some good things from Kyle Wright again, uh, which has been a really encouraging thing to start the year. Kind of one of the the really good encouraging, one of the few good encouraging things uh, that has happened early uh, is Kyle Wright's performance. Uh, And then you get another encouraging thing with a bounce back performance from Ian Anderson. He really struggled in his first start. He goes out and after kind of a shaky first inning, he, he gets things turned around and has a good game uh, himself and the Braves have some, some good late hits in, in both of those, uh, those two wins. So you're feeling good, and you're thinking, well, if we can, if we can snag this last game here, uh, we can go into the L.A. series with a winning record. Feeling good, having beaten the Padres throughout of four, and it just wasn't to be the basket shut down, um, as has been the case uh, quite often early this season by Hugh Darvish this time. Uh, only able to scratch across one run on a solo home run by, uh, by Ozuna. Uh, Bryce Elder looked pretty solid once again in this game, which is another encouraging thing. He was not as sharp as he was in his major league debut, um, but nonetheless, he's kind of able to sc- scratch and claw and get his way through um, uh, the middle of the fifth uh, when he has to come out. Uh, Spencer Strider also is continuing to look good. So there's some young pitchers and definitely some positives to take away from this early season, but but also a lot of uh, frustration early on. You know, you, you still I think we're still in the the mode of taking uh, the Braves' performance a little bit with a grain of salt. We are in the the latter stages of what would typically be um, the last few uh, few games of probably spring training at this point. Where everybody's kind of getting sharper, but nonetheless, these games count, and uh, the Braves need to look a little sharper. Um, so, uh, before we get really deep into you know where I think the Braves are right now, um, and give you some of my my main takes from this early season, um, I do want to get into a little bit of the Braves news uh, to start. I kind of like to do this and, and make sure that. We're all on the same page and kind of looking looking into kind of the bigger picture of some of the things that are happening around the Braves. Uh, the, the first bit of news that I think is the most important thing that's going to impact the Braves um, is Ronald Acuna and his return. Uh, he is scheduled to begin his rehab on April 19th. That is Tuesday. I'm recording this uh, episode on Monday, April 18th. So looking forward to seeing him in-game action in AAA uh, in Gwinnett. And so that is very exciting. The fact that he is on the field in action tells you that he is very close to returning. Now, uh, the Braves have not set a, a hard return date uh, for Acuna. A lot of uh, reporters are kind of guessing at this date is maybe May 6th. This is when the Braves would return for a home game, uh, a home series. Uh, May 6th is, I think, a Thursday or a Friday. Uh but I, I do wonder I do wonder if uh, if they might push that date up a little bit. It may 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 sixth makes some sense because it's it's a home date and you're just coming straight from Gwinnett, it would it would make things very easy, I think, uh, for Cunha to, to start in, in that scenario. But um, the series before May sixth is uh, at the Mets, and you wonder, depending on how the Braves are doing and how, you know, if Acuna just looks ready to go and, and 100%, and, you know, he's not having he's not having to hold back anything. I, I really wonder if they might bring him back just a little earlier, particularly in that series against the Mets, if they view that as kind of an early season, you know, um, date to, to circle on the calendar. So I could see that happening, so that would be as early as May 2nd. Um, in my mind, I, I doubt they would push it even earlier than that. But uh, I think either May second or May sixth makes makes some sense for Acuna to return. And I think his return I mean, this is not a hot take or anything, but I think his return is incredibly important for the Braves. I think a lot of the struggles you are seeing them uh, you know go through right now it doesn't go away if Acuna comes back, but it is definitely lessened. Some of their weaknesses uh, offensively and defensively are lessened a lot upon his return. All right, so down on the farm, I want to look a little bit at maybe some top performers currently in uh, the minor leagues for the Braves. Kyle Muller just threw a great start um, last night, uh, which would have been Sunday. Um, So you have six innings pitch from from Kyle Muller, uh, two earned runs, only one walk, which is really big for him. He typically has struggled with his... His command and seven strikeouts. So he's pitching well uh, in his early season starts. I think he was given a couple extra days off between his first start and this one. Um, So I don't know if that helped him or 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 why, but anyways, so he is currently at a two point eight seven ERA in his first two starts. So that's encouraging. Um, Down in triple or sorry in double A, Michael Harris continues to hit um, a lot. (laughs) He started the season with a pretty long um, hit streak. I think that has ended. I haven't seen much about that lately, but he's currently hitting 378 with a .410 on base percentage, .541 slugging percentage, so he is definitely hitting the ball well. I think he's still um, not hitting a ton of home runs currently. Uh, that's kind of his one, one area that you would like to see improve, but nonetheless, Michael Harris is um is playing really good baseball right now Uh, the other guy in double a to keep an eye on is jared schuster Uh, he just tied with his last start he just tied a double a record with eight consecutive strikeouts he had 12 strikeouts through six innings the game was actually called i think due to weather Um, So he could have even uh, added to that number. He was dominating that game. Schuster's one who he was taken first in the 2020 draft. That draft was only five rounds because of the weird 2020 year. Um, And Schuster as a number one pick has kind of, Not wowed the Braves uh, tremendously to this point, but so maybe this is him kind of figuring things out. He's a little older. He's 23. Um, Not that that's old, but, um, you know, this is kind of the season you would would hope things would, the light bulb would come on for him. So it's really encouraging that he's having this start. Hopefully he can back it up with another good one uh, in a few days. Uh, I've mentioned Vaughn Grissom a few times as kind of the guy at shortstop that I really like in the Braves system. I just wanted to uh, come back to him for a minute. He's actually slowed down a little bit in terms of his hitting over the last few games. His uh, his average is down in the two sixties, but he still has a really high on base percentage. I think a lot of pitchers are probably pitching around him a good bit, but nonetheless, uh, still an on base percentage around four hundred. So he's he's getting on. He hasn't. Um, he hasn't hit a ton lately, but we'll continue to look at him and see see how he does throughout the course of the season. Okay, let's get back to the big league club. And like I said, uh, to start this episode, the Braves really have started this season in a mediocre fashion at five and six. And, you know, when you look at, okay, what are the reasons, what are the, the weaknesses right now of the club, and what do they need to do to thir- turn things around? Uh, my biggest thing is, you know, we started this season talking about The real strength of the club maybe more than anything else was the the bullpen and going out and getting kenley jansen uh you know you pay 16 million dollars for a one-year deal for him on top of what you felt was already a a strength of your team uh you know the bullpen however can only benefit you um really in a long-term sense and, and with wins and losses if you have a lead late in the game and the Braves have not been able to get to the sixth, seventh inning consistently with a lead. So it's not like our bullpen has been blowing games. It's just, we cannot get to them. And, you know, there's obviously a couple things you can do to, I mean, if, if the team is just, if the offense is just raking, right. Or your your starting pitching is just dominant consistently. You're going to get there. You're going to get to that bullpen consistently. And those things have not been happening. Um, But i want to dive into both our offense and our pitching a little bit and just talk a little bit more about what what the braves need to do to improve in some of these areas i mean offensively you look at what they're doing right now i think the the big um the big stat that you can point to there's quite a few actually but one one that jumps out to me is 12 of their 13 home runs this year have been solo home runs um You know, and obviously what that's telling you is there's not a lot of, well, I was telling you a couple things. Number one, there's not a lot of guys on base consistently. Um, And then number two, maybe when there are guys on base, um, the situational hitting is just not there, right? We're not uh, bringing guys home that get on base. So you have this situation where you don't have great situational hitting. uh, You have a team generally with a low on base percentage and you really have no production from the bottom of the Braves lineup right now. Uh, so, you know this, this is problematic in a couple different ways. I mean, you, you think about the bottom of the lineup. Um, you, you always want a bottom of the order. You, they're, they're at the bottom for a reason, right? They're not your, the best of your best hitters or your most consistent hitters, but what you want them to do, at least occasionally throughout the course of a game, is turn the lineup over. Right, get back to your better hitters at the top of the or- at the top of the order, and that's not happening. Uh, the bottom of the Braves lineup right now is really not doing anything. I mean, I mean, you're talking about truly anemic offense from the likes of Dansby Swanson, from the likes of Eddie Rosario, particularly. Um, even guys uh, like Adam Duvall, Duvall hasn't been terrible, but he's been really inconsistent with the games. It's like certain games, he's one of your best hitters and, and other games, he's nowhere to be found. Uh, so anyways, you know, the bottom of the order has really been struggling. You know, the other part, you know, I kind of already mentioned this, but our, as a team, the on-base percentage from pretty much almost everybody in the order, minus one or two guys, Is really low I wanted to uh, go over the on-base percentage of of some of the Braves hitters so um, let's let's look at a list of Braves with an on-base percentage over 320 which I I don't even think 320 is not anywhere close to an elite number Um, but at least it's you know it's okay (laughs) it's we can we can do 320 but but you really want guys um, you know, doing better than that, but so, anyways, here's the list of, of Braves with a on base percentage over 320. So, you have uh, Marcelo Zuna at 326, so he just makes the list. Austin Riley's at 388. Uh, Orlando Arcia, uh, believe it or not, now this is only through 13 at bats, but uh, he has a 375 on base percentage, so he actually has. I mean, give him credit, he's had a good start to the year, he's had some nice RBI hits. Duvall is at 3:49, which is actually pretty good for him, um, historically, um, and then of course Matt Olson um, is at 5:55, uh, an unbelievable number. 55 550, sorry, 5:51, 5:51 on base for Olson, who's who has just been unbelievable. And I'm going to talk about him a little later, but so you have only a handful of Braves who are even you know moderately getting on base. Um, and quite a few of them are under 300 and well under 300. I mean, uh, Travis Darno had a, a few good couple games to start the year, but he's at a 267 on base percentage. Um, Alex Dickerson, I mean, he's had a ton of hard hit balls that have just gotten robbed, you know, so I want to point that out. But he's only at a 136 on base percentage. Um, Haredi is at a 250. Uh, Manny Pena is at a 200. Eddie Rosario, poor guy, is at a 152. Uh, he can't do anything right to start the year. And old Dansby Swanson, here he is at, at uh, 238 on base percentage. So you just see, I mean, the the likelihood of these guys getting on base, we're just not able to put guys on for the top of the order. And quite honestly, it's a really stark difference. The top four guys in the Braves order have been very good. I mean, I, I would even say elite, uh, one of the better one through fours in baseball, but we're just not able to put anybody on base in front of them. And that has to change. And, you know, I don't see Anthopolis coming out and making any major changes early in the year. So what has to happen is these guys at the back end of the, of the lineup are going to have to adjust what they're doing. I mean, some of it is you you're just hoping that offensively things click a little bit and they also start getting some hits, but if nothing else, you know, just being a little more patient at the plate, um, would, would be great, right? Just get on base however you can to turn that lineup over. Um, you know, the other frustrating thing that I've actually had this issue with the Braves for a number of years and it just, it, it, hap- it happened to work out for the Braves last year, but even last year, the Braves were terrible at situational hitting. They were terrible at, you know, and yeah, it's a little old school, but just, you know, get them on, get them over, get them in. Um, you know, Multiple times this year already, you'll see guys at first and second, nobody out, and the Braves do nothing with that. Um, and I'm not necessarily advocating for a lot of bunting, but I think particularly when you have um, teams that, that do these you know, extreme shifts, if you have a first and second, and you can basically bunt for a base hit... Uh, with guys that are struggling like a Swanson or a Rosario, why would you not do that? And um, I would really like to see the Braves, you know, on it. I mean, every game counts, and particularly going up against some of these tough teams like San Diego and now L.A. coming up. I mean, let's take advantage of some of that. You know, push a ball through the hole, um, you know, and, and just make some outs. If you're going to make an out, at least make one that, that counts for something. Uh, and so we've just had so many uh, empty uh, empty at-bats, Particularly from Swanson, I'm just like you know this guy. He's he's had 38 at bats for the season and 18 strikeouts. I mean, almost a 50 percent strikeout rate, uh, where he just can't put the bat on the ball. And I know that Swanson goes through these huge ups and downs, you know, and maybe he's due for an up here in, in uh, a few games, and and he'll be great. But it's just at this point in his career, you just feel like he he has to be able to put the bat on the ball a little more consistently. And uh, especially if you're at the bottom of the lineup, you have to be able to make some outs that, that count for something. And these, these empty at-bats just have to stop. It really does hurt the team. You know, so you see all this, and, and you do understand the importance of Acuna. You know, his return is, is just so obvious right now. His, his absence is so obvious for the team. Yes, things will get a little deeper um, as he'll slide into the top of the order. Everybody gets to slide down a rung. Um, he obviously is a, you know, is great at getting on base and, and not only that, but of course putting the ball in the seats, but you know, this team, and I'm, I'm still a little concerned with this team and I know it's early, but I am concerned, um, with their lack of, of guys who can just consistently get on base. They just don't have many of those outside of Olson and Riley. Uh, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see uh, how it goes, but I, I I can foresee this being a, a problem if the Braves, You know, are not hitting home runs. If they're not getting some timely hits, uh, then they're going to go through a lot of games where they're going to struggle to score runs. Um, All right, so that yeah, that's my number one. You know, for why they're why they've had this mediocre start is their offense as a whole, but particularly um, the back end of. The lineup and this lack of situational hitting. Uh, my number two for the Braves right now, why they're struggling is the Braves outfield. I feel like this really needs to change. So, you know, if I was if I was Snicker, what I would do was is I would put guys just in their most natural and comfortable outfield position. So here's how I would just do it. And I would do this until Acuna comes back. I would just sit Marcelo Zuna at DH. He is the DH now, and he's not going back in the outfield um, Rosario and Arcia until, until Rosario really starts hitting consistently. Um, you know, I would platoon these guys. Arcia has, has shown some, some life with the bat. I'm not expecting him to do that long-term, but I would put them in left field, get Rosario particularly out of right field. I, he just does not look comfortable there, um, at all. Uh, and then I would get, I would get Duval out of center field and I would put him in right field and then I would just get Heredia in center. Uh, So again, my outfield would be Heredia in center, Duvall in right, and either Rosario and Arcia in left. And at least then you have an outfield that everybody is kind of in their natural positions. Uh, Hopefully your outfield defense looks a little better. Maybe it it translates as well offensively. Um, But you know, right now you're putting out a really bad defensive outfield and that it works If Rosario's hitting, it kind of all hinges on Rosario, I feel like. If Rosario is hitting like he was late in the season last year, okay, it it makes sense, sure. Um, But, you know, but right now, what are you losing by putting Heredia in center? I mean, you're getting a better defensive outfielder out there. Uh, He can't be doing any worse offensively than what we're seeing right now in the outfield. And if you're just trying to get through the next couple weeks until – until Acuna gets back. It just makes sense to me. And then you can reevaluate once Acuna gets back. But that's what I would do. Give Heredia a chance to play a little more consistently and, and see, see how it goes from there. Um, all right, so the next thing uh, that I think the Braves are really struggling with right now is inconsistent starting pitching. Uh, the, the best pitcher thus far for the Braves, kind of without doubt, has been Kyle Wright. He's had two really good starts. Bryce Elder has had two solid starts. Um, he wasn't uh, dominant in either of those starts, but at least he's he's keeping you in the games that he is pitching. And then you know what's obvious from that is your your three top guys have not been very good. Uh, Morton, Anderson, and Freed um, have have been just so so. Um, Morton had a pretty good first start, but you know he blew up in the second start. Anderson, vice versa, he had a terrible first start. He kind of bounced back in the second one. Freed has been kind of mediocre in both of his starts. All three of these guys have an ERA around six, um, and so you know you just—I don't care who you are as a team—if you're not getting consistent starting pitching, you're not going to consistently win games, and that's been the case for the Braves thus far. So you know the Braves starting pitching. I'm not. I'm really not worried about this area of the team. I think Morton Anderson and Freed are all likely going to lock in pretty quickly. And the fact that you have Kyle Wright and Bryce Elder looking pretty good. I'm I'm actually quite encouraged by this. But just thus far, uh, they have just been very inconsistent uh, with what they're doing. Uh, so you know this when you when you get back to it. Let's let's get the ball to our bullpen with a lead and if we can do that consistently we're going to win a lot of games the Braves are going to win a lot of games if they can just hand the ball to um, to the night shift um, and you know the other thing I will say and I, it, you, you don't want to just read into this sometimes you feel like well because I'm pulling for one team I'm just going to focus on the bad but it does seem like the Braves have had a ton of bad luck with soft contact Uh, A lot of bloopers falling in, you know, um, in innings that that will get extended by, you know, one one bad break and then everything blows up after after that happens that that seems to have happened multiple times. So, look, you know, that's why that's why baseball season is long. Hopefully all of those breaks kind of, um, you know, get get lost in the wash and. And it will even out, but that certainly felt like the case for the Braves early in the year. Um, you know, I don't want everything to be negative on on this uh, episode. I I do want to particularly point out that Matt Olson has just had a great start to his Braves career. Um, yeah, breaking news: Matt Olson is good, and uh, and we can all still, you know. Um, we're about to experience Freddie Freeman in a Dodgers uniform here for the next three games. And, and I will be mourning some of that. You know, it's not going to be easy to watch that series, but I am very much encouraged by Matt Olson. His start as, as a brave has been as, as good as you could ever hope. And, and then some uh, just a, a few stats to back that up in 11 games as a brave, Matt Olson has 16 hits, including four doubles and two home runs uh, he's all, he also has 11 walks. So he has an insane line of, uh, a 421 batting average, 551 on base percentage, and he's slugging 684. So yeah, if this is the guy that's, that's going to be at first base for the brace for eight years, you gotta like that. Um, he is, you know, in these numbers, you don't feel like these numbers are lucky. Like he has not had a lot of bloopers and, you know, um, Infield hits and that sort of thing. He's using the whole field. Uh, he's a patient hitter. Um, you know, he he he's line to line, as they say. He, he you know his first home run as a Brave was a line drive shot to center field. Um, and honestly, uh, he has not really unloaded. I mean, this is a guy who when he turns on a ball, he can really unload down down the right field line, and he hasn't done that one yet. So looking forward to his first real like big moonshot. Um, so, anyways, you know. It's a frustrating start to the season because we know what the Braves are capable of. Uh, they're definitely playing under what, they, uh, what they're capable of. And one frustration to that is that's exactly how last season started. So I'm hoping that uh, they can bounce back uh, much quicker than they did last season. And I'm, I'm guessing that the, uh, the return of Ronald Acuna is going to help them do that. But I hope it happens before that, uh, that you know, they're not just counting on Acuna uh, to carry him which no, of course, no single player can do. So, you know, looking ahead, we have three big games against the Dodgers. Uh, this is uh, a tough start to the season, just in terms of the Braves have are starting the season in, uh, you know, 14 games in 14 days, and it ends with the Dodgers. And you have the added emotional part to, you know, Freddie Freeman and, and all that. So it's going to be really interesting to see how the Braves uh, come into this series. They're also, you know, it's it's interesting. I don't Currently have a ton of confidence in Wascar and but he is going to start this first game for the Braves. I believe that you're going to see um, Max Fried and then Charlie Morton in uh, the second and third games of the series, and so hopefully they can also bounce back and have um, you know back to back shutdown starts. That would be awesome to see. If you know, no matter what Inoa does, if Morton and Freed can do their thing, uh, then you feel really good about maybe the Braves taking two out of three. From the Dodgers coming back home uh, with a 500 record at least, um, and then going from there, and, and hopefully going on a run uh, from that point on. So you know this is the start for the Braves. Uh, again, you would like a um, a better start, you know, more encouraging start. But you also um, the silver lining to all this is uh, they're right about at 500, and they haven't played their best baseball. So. Hopefully, we'll we'll see some of these guys, especially at the back end of the order, um, start to turn it on. And I think once they do that, the Braves will look like a totally different team. All right, guys. Well, I hope you're having a great one. I hope you had a great Easter. And uh, I will talk to you soon.